0: One of the biggest question marks that I personally have for the Chicago Bulls team is head coach Billy Donovan. We're going to talk about Billy Donovan and the pressure that he's under to succeed with this core group, or is there more pressure on the players and has the front office already bet on their guy? We're going to talk about that, plus we're going to talk about number updates to players and dive into the mailbag. All that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central,
1: your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes.
0: What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. I'm the hoster Hayes, but more importantly, you guys can follow the channel at Bulls Central Pod on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today and in yesterday's episode i talked some about the bulls players that are under the most pressure and outside of the players i also listed head coach billy donovan right and over on the bulls talk podcast which i was lucky enough to be a guest on we also talked about like billy donovan and the contract extension and the fact that is billy donovan really under any pressure and so the question i want to ask kind of spin off from that is just this right with billy donovan being one of the front office's favorite people, and being in with Jerry Reinsdorf, and we know how that is. If this Bulls season does go left, is it going to be the players that are blamed more for it? Very often we see coaches head roll before players, right? We see the coach blamed for the lack of success from a team, then we get fired, a new coach comes in, and we see a couple of instances of that before we really get major overhaul to the roster. But with Billy Donovan having his contract extension, which also Zach Levine, Nikola Vucevic, some players do, Um, well, this front office, if this season is a struggle for the Chicago Bulls, will they more double down and bet on their coach, right? A coach that, you know, we Bulls, some Bulls fans have issues with. I I like to think the overwhelming part of the community has issues with Billy Donovan, but per the conversation I had in the YouTube comments, not everyone looks at Billy Donovan as being one of the biggest issues with the team. again, not the biggest issue and not the only issue, but one of the biggest issues with this team. Um, that, that is a is a perspective on it that I had never looked at, right? Is that, you know, if this team, and I, I don't think they'll struggle, at least I hope they don't struggle this year. I do hope that we're talking about a Bulls team that has over 40 wins, that avoids the plan, that makes it interesting in the in the first round of the playoffs. That's what I hope for this team. I'm a Bulls fan. My, the, the optimism that I'm going to have for this team is always going to be eternal until I see it, right? And, like, I'm a realist as well with that. So once the season starts, if it's a struggle, I'm going to say it's a struggle, right? But with that said, like, that's just an interesting perspective that you don't see a lot of franchises have, right? A lot of franchises go through, Coach, unless you have, like, a coach that has won major things for your franchise, usually you'll see, and even then sometimes, right, we've seen coaches win Coach of the Year, and then next year they're out, right, or a couple of years later they're out. So, like, when it comes down to, like, this team, is it that they're betting on this core, right? Are they invested in this core more, or are they invested in the head coach more? Right. And so, you know, it carries its own pluses and minuses either way. If you are more so tied to your core that just doesn't have a high ceiling, that can hurt your franchise just as much if you're attached and locked in with a head coach that just isn't going to be the coach for your franchise. Right. And you guys know I've been a very consistent with saying Billy Donovan is not a bad head coach. He's not a great head coach. And just because he's not, he's not a bad a bad head coach doesn't mean he's the right head coach for this team either. But if the, the front office is more willing to change the team than the coach, what would that mean for the overlasting like kind of haul of this roster? And so that's just an interesting question and perspective to look at it on when you look at this team like where this franchise sits is right now in the middle of the pack. Right now, it would say via AK's moves that he is more he is he is going to double down on this core, right? That he's going to let this core See it through. And then, like I said before, I really do think we're not going to see any major changes to this roster until the summer of 2025, where the Bulls have substantial cap space and, you know, Lonzo's contracts off the books. And I think that this team is going to be kind of in a holding pattern in a way until that Lonzo contract comes off. And then that just happens to also coincide with the last year that we owe a first round pick to any other team. So with those two things going away, that's when we could see the team, the the front office really pivot into a different direction than they may want to take this team and roster. But the, one of the questions is, is will Billy Donovan still be the head coach if that pivot does come? Now, you guys know, I know a lot of you guys talk a lot about, you know, head coach Chris Fleming or our assistant coach Chris Fleming. And last year in the preseason poll, Chris Fleming was voted, I think as it was either number one or two as far as. The the assistant coach that Zex thought would make a great head coach, right? In the NBA. And so Chris Fleming's eventually going to get his opportunity. Will that opportunity come via the Chicago Bulls? Is the question. And then there's another outlook on it as well. With AK really being tied in and 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 plugged in, I should say, with European basketball, could we see an experiment where he brings over a European head coach, which there actually are a couple out uh that, you know, would really fit the Bull system as well. So like it's a lot of different ways that this team could go both with the roster and with the head coach depending on what they want to change and rejigger right so at the end of the day like just seeing how this team does pivot if they struggle again right and even if they do have some success depending on the level of that success what is the next time the Bulls look to really change the ceiling for the Chicago Bulls with with moves and will it be more so with the roster or with the coaching staff? So I'm gonna throw that one to you guys. When you look at this team, what do you think is more likely to change first? The head coach or major changes to the core of the Chicago Bulls roster? Let me know what you guys think on that down below. But speaking of that roster, we got a couple of number updates for the for the team that I want to touch on real quick. Satori Craig will wear number 13. That number was uh kind of expected to go to actually Julian Phillips. So it looks like the vet's gonna come in. He's gonna wear Joe Kim former number better than Tony Bradley like I alluded to uh out uh, you know in the in the cold open so Tory Kirk were, were number 13 and Julian Phillips were, were number 15 uh for the Chicago Bulls so you know shout out to that I mean, you know it, it numbers I really don't care like it is what it is when it comes to numbers like, let's just see these guys perform come in and perform for the Chicago Bulls have bulls across your chest as Jim Boylan used to say and we'll see what that could what that could do like for the team and so overall looks like the team's also a lot of them are back in Chicago. So it looks like Daylon Terry, DeMar DeRozan, Iota DeSumo, Kobe White, among others. I even think Javante Green was still out there with them. Uh, they went and uh, did uh, some golf and and stuff like that. So yeah, it's it's good to see that the team is in Chicago. They're together. And, um, yeah, you know, training camp is just a couple of weeks away. And so, you know, that's when this offseason will take a, a, a turn. And once media day hits, that's like the unofficial start of the season. And I'm really looking forward to it. But all right, it's Saturday, so that means it's mailbag day. Let's go ahead and get into the mailbag, the voicemails for today. This first one, this one's from Mingo.
1: What up, man? It's Mingo. Hey, check it. I just heard you on uh, Bull Talk with Tony Gill. I just want to let everybody know, man, out there, hey, if you're following, subscribe, whatever. To, uh chicago bulls central hey you number one baby hey real talk man anytime somebody can reach out and consider you to be a panelist uh they know man you bringing the content you bringing bringing the energy uh basketball knowledge so just want to say man hey even though i think you're bigger than all of them, real talk man c-a-g-o C-H- uh, uh bulls talk whatever podcast is out there central number one though but uh yeah for anybody consider you man you, you, you bring in the heat, baby. So just want to let you know, man, I feel like a proud uncle. Uh, You're doing big things, man. Y'all y'all follow and subscribe this dude, man. Listen, pass it around. Then go out, baby.
0: First of all, thank you, Unc. You know, I appreciate you so much and all your support, man. And we're going to get up at a Bulls game at some point this season. But, you know, here's what I'll say is that I appreciate the love and that means the world, like, when I, I, I was reflective, right? You, I get in my reflective moods, right? And so, like, after being on Bulls talking, just, you know, because Tony Gill is somebody I've listened to for years, right? Even at taking over Locked On Bulls, like I've listened to Matt Peck and Jordan Malley at that point in time before they even took over Locked On Bulls. What was the Bulls Insiders or, no, Outsiders was their NBC show. The Debatables, that's what it, what, what their original podcast was, and so listening to that, Doug Tonus, right, C-Ray Fred, listening to these guys for years, and now I can say, like, I've done episodes with all these guys, but they've been on the show in some shape, form, or fashion, so, like, it's it, the, the journey in this is amazing right and i i love the fact that it's all rooted in my natural love for my bulls and my bears that's what it's rooted in right even in what i do over on bleacher report right and i'm their bears correspondent now they're basically full time i'm going to be doing bull stuff for them as well once the season starts and so like just the amount of like work that has gone into this and the amount of growth that's going that's come from this both personally with friendships things like that and so like i i appreciate the love and anybody who like who like looks at me in that way and in that light with those guys like but when it comes down to it i'm just a kid who loves their team man that's really what it comes down to it and i try to keep that level headedness about it because uh, none of this is me right I, it's it's I've, i always give credit to you guys because this show would not have grown if it was up to just me because i suck at promoting it on social media been a lot better and more consistent in the last few months but like it just is, and then what is turned into, and then the chi Town uh, Sports Central Network, like of shows that we have now, like we cover the the Sky, the Bulls, the Bears, the Blackhawks, the Cubs, the White Sox, right? We just cover everything NBA Central. So you know, as we just continue to grow, man, I thank you guys for the support. And Mingo, you've been there since damn near the beginning, bro. I appreciate you, man. All right, let's get into this next voicemail. This one's from Shay. What's
1: up, Hayes? This is Shay. You know, with how much defense we have on our team, should we be number one and in- points not allowed or allowed I forgot, probably, I'm probably saying it wrong, but I believe we should be the number one defense. And another thing, I believe that we should let, for this whole season, upcoming season, I believe we should let our defense dictate our offense because let's face it, with all the personnel that can play defense on the team, I feel like that that's what we need to dictate how many games we win or if we lose now look i know offense is important but in our case our defense should dictate our wins anyway tell me what you think
0: please great great question should the bulls be number one in points allowed right basically you're asking should they be the number one defense and here's what i'll say the bulls were a top five defense because they limited they limited transition points by the, by the opposing team. right? They didn't really fight for offensive rebounds. They immediately went up to set up their defense, which limits the other teams being able to get transition points. Eliminating that is going to put you high up in the statistics as far as one of the best uh, defenses because that is one of the most high-efficiency ways team scores in transition. Now, with the addition of Torrey Craig, Javon Carter, our point of attack and half-court defense is going to hopefully see a jump up. And then when you factor in uh, I, uh, I, I, well, let's hope Io. I'm gonna factor in I. I.O. Io Dasumu, Alice Caruso, Patrick Williams, also a Kobe White's growth defensively, right? Yes, our core three players in Zach Levine, Nick Vucevic, and DeMar DeRozan aren't the best defensively. But like I've said before, uh, Nick Levovich has been top 10 at his p- position in defensive rating for most of his career, which is weird, right? And like, yes, he's not a great one on one defender. He's gonna get caught out of position on picker rolls and some too, but like, the team, the brand of team defense that this team can now bring is going to heavily rely on the identity and the edge that Torrey Craig and Javon Carter bring, as well as uh, established players here like I like Alice Caruso already brings. Right. And I do think that the Bulls could flirt with being a top defense in the league again. I think that they will be right. That's the expectation that should be held for this team. You add it really good defenders to a team that was already top five defensively, whether it was an inflated stat or not. This Bulls team should be a better defensive team. And that's if you don't even see growth defensively from like a Patrick Williams. Kobe continue to take a step defensively. Io gets back to what he was his rookie year defensively, which he wasn't really a slouch defensively either in his sophomore year, even though that season was a bit of a dip for him, right? So, and then we also added, like, we still got Dalen Terry, who... Defense, if he gets in the game, is going to have to be how he makes a name for himself. Julian Phillips is known as a really good on-ball defender as well if he gets in the court. Andre Drummond, right? So overall, this Bulls team should be pretty damn good defensively. And, you know, asking if they can be the number one defense in the league, while I initially, when I listened to the voicemail, was like, huh, I don't think that it's that far off. I really just don't think it's that far off. So let's hope that's the standard that the Bulls should be setting for themselves come in. And that, especially like if Zach Levine takes defense more serious and gives that consistent effort that we see from him in some stretches defensively, hey, listen, this team could do some things defensively for sure, on top of hopefully being an efficient offense as well. So let's hope that that is the case for this team next season. Let me know what you guys think down below. All right, let's get into the last voicemail for today. This one, this is from Auntie.
2: Hey, what's the word? It's your Auntie gone. You know what it is? Hey, I was just on your podcast. The shit really kind of just irritated me. Michael Porter, I mean, Kevin Porter Jr., you want to hit motherfucking women. I got two motherfucking sons. And I always told my motherfucking sons, you will treat a woman how you will treat your mother with respect. If you feel like she jumping in your face, it's okay to move her hand. Oh, watch out. If depression's being too much, walk the fuck away. Leave. The fuck? Yo ass a clown without fucking makeup. Who the fuck does that? Who the fuck hit on a fucking woman? Like, who does that? Yo ass a clown. I don't know what, what, what the fuck wrong with you and Bridget. I don't know what the fuck wrong with y'all. Y'all making all this motherfucking money. And then y'all motherfucking bitches gonna go to motherfucking social media because y'all beat the fuck out of them. You you don't choke the bitch. That shit don't even make no motherfucking sense. You very disrespectful. Like, you should get jail time. They should kick your ass out of the NBA. That shit ain't cool. All, don't mess the I... I I wouldn't dare, when I tell you, I wouldn't dare put my hands on my daughter. I wouldn't dare put my hands on my fucking wife. My wife, come, I come in there at night, my wife starts shit all the time. She starts shit with me all the time. Ask me, do y'all see us all on Facebook going live because she got black eyes and I'm choked and all that goof-ass shit. You a goofball, Jamal-ass nigga, you ass a clown. Man, from where, from where I'm from, bro, the gang I'm in, i folks now. We don't need to play like that. That's number one rule. Never disrespect a woman. Never put your hands on a fucking woman. And you say, hey, you got some clown ass people in your motherfucking comments. Tell me what the fuck the woman did. It don't matter what the fuck she did. Why does it matter what the fuck she did? He's a whole fucking nigga. He's a whole fucking man. The fuck y'all say I'm done. I don't give a fuck if y'all cuss me out for saying the shit I'm saying. I don't give no fuck. My wife muffs me, muff me all the time. All in my girl all the time. Man, I'm grabbing her hands. Watch out on oh, my mama if i can't take the pressure nigga i'm leaving for the night and she know i ain't coming back till the morning i don't even play like that hand on the woman, bro like really your ass the clown you need you need a reality check on oh, my mama check your fucking stuff your ass out of order your ass broke. your ass need to check on oh, my mama i wish you was here because i get your boot balls and all ass right together all right hey
0: auntie going off here's what i'll say i already kind of made my piece known on the Kevin Porter Jr. situation, there's no excuse for it. There's no, nothing that I'm going to do, and I know you get a lot of, lot of dumbass people in the comments that say things like, well, what did she do? What did she do? Without doing any goddamn research, and anybody who tries to use to me that, oh, well, what about black men? I don't give a fuck about that when it comes down to you hitting women. There's no excuse. I don't care if you're black, brown, purple. I don't give a damn what brand of melanin you have in your system right? That's not going to give you, I'm not going to give nobody a pass because we're the same race. That's stupid and idiotic. And when it comes down to it, Kevin Porter is a fucking coward and a loser. And yes, he deserves a ban from the NBA. Will he get it? We'll see. Hey, unfortunately, we, we are in a place where talent over tr- kind of trumps everything at times. So we'll end up seeing, but Kevin Porter Jr. needs to not worry about the NBA and worry about his ass going to prison. That's my thought process and I'm standing on it. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. With that being said, though, that's the end of the show for today. Make sure you guys are following the show at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, comments, questions, concerns. Pod is email.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for our mailbag episodes, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. Thanks to you guys. And like I liked to end every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See you right if you can, y'all. Peace.